Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host today, Rich Polly, and joining me is, he's more excited about the STO than he is about Worlds, Liam Baker. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. So it's good. Good. Life's good. There was, there was a lot of dead space there, Rich, which is something you constantly had... remind me of. And, uh... I just had to have a think. You know, rather than just saying well, the British, rather, rather, rather than saying, rather than the British thing of going, I'm all right when I'm sitting staring at a toaster plug there next to my bath. Oh, are you no. in my bathroom again? <laughs> yeah, oh, dark humour, dark humour, right. Um, also joining us, you can hear his little voice. He's got a ticket. It's Ben Hibbert. <laughs> the Goblin King. <laughs> the Goblin King. <laughs> What's the, je- the Goblin Jester? <laughs> Maybe. I don't mind if you call me the Goblin King. Have you? Have you I'm, I'm assuming you've seen the. Last... Yes, of course. Have, have you seen? Have you seen it. his um, package that he's packing? His codpiece. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know well, it was an adult. Someone pointed <laughs> uh, as a child. Someone pointed <laughs> out to me as an adult. Now you can't. Miss. Cannot unsee that. Your your <laughs> mic's doing that thing it does when you get excited, Ben. So I need to. How do you know it. what I do when I get excited? Have you been watching me? Yeah. Uh, I need to shut the curtains more, it's weird now. <laughs> Please when don't. I the camera, has got into <laughs> um, Also probably joining us at some point will be producer Tim. Hello there. Might as well introduce you now, because you always chip in. It used to be a regular, but now it's like the regular feature. Here comes Tim. Well, someone needs to like keep the uh, the show on track and, you know, Provide valuable input. <laughs> Somebody needs to give us something decent to talk about. So, um, this uh, we're recording this on the Monday night before the Sith Taker open at the weekend. It'll be released on the Thursday, so we're expecting that most of the people listening to it are going to be listening to it the day before the open. And we know that we've got more listeners than just the people coming, and some people come and don't listen, but we're all really excited. Um, so we're almost basically going to pretend like it's the night before. And uh, I'm currently getting it over um being punched repeatedly in the bollocks by my wife for disappearing and leaving <laughs> her with the kids for the entire weekend well, um, i thought that was just your kink as well um as well as looking at you through the curtains while being punched <laughs> in the bollocks yeah um so um yeah basically the the, the story is that my mum and dad come over to help us with childcare during half terms which is this week um and i offered um bed space to uh, foreign travellers, people that were coming from quite far away to help to reduce the cost of the event for them. Um, and a couple of people have taken me up on it, which is really cool. Um, but now that means that mum and dad are having to leave on the Friday morning so that there's space for foreign travellers to stay in the house, which means that the wife doesn't have my mum and dad over for the weekend when I'm away all weekend <laughs> running the open. So she's now like a little bit grumpy with me. So. Um, as a result, there's no, no extras for me this that you're week. You're not there. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't think so, though. Oh, it's because um, the kids. Yeah, I should be happy you weren't there. Oh yeah, no, should be fine. Should be fine. <laughs> she sit, sitting in her pants watching Lucifer on Netflix. Should be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's um, very serious. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, we're we're uh, we're really excited. All I'm really excited about is this taker open. Um, I've dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's, all of my admins coming in as of 
recording there's 91 people registered for the Longshanks event um so um that's really good out of 108 people we've had a late drop but fortunately we've still got a wait list of locals who didn't buy a ticket and then went oh yeah i was gonna get around to that it's too late now so i've offered that out to one of them um so um all of the prizes have turned up we've got everything i've checked them out they look sweet i've put pictures of them up on the discord um some of the stuff if you want to have a look um, we've got a package from a care package from Louis Leong of Putini Parts, um, which we're going to use for the day two event um, for the team event as well. Um, as if people fire off like other side event pods themselves, if like they self-organise stuff like Droid Soccer or Aces High or whatever, then we'll we'll do some pricing. But we've got everything. Haven't we got a Droid Soccer kit? We have got a droid soccer kit. I'm we, looking at it right now. We never actually did anything with it, did we? No, no. Uh, it's, it's currently sitting holding my binders vertical because it's got enough weight to it that it acts as a good bookend. But I'm going to bring it with me on That's the Sunday in case anybody does want to, to have a go at it. But um, yeah, I'm. Any I'm alt anything in it? Any what? Is there any alt arts or anything in it? Yes. All right, cool. It's sense. <laughs> All right, cool, yeah. Well, that's that nice picture you're I remember, on. <laughs> I remember no one bothered about it then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like the other scenarios. Everybody plays them once and goes, that was fun, and then goes back to whatever standard play is. So, um, yeah. Uh, Chris Burnett keeps telling me that droid football is actually more fun than you think it's going to be and keeps saying, have you tried playing it yet? And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> no, it's still sitting here. So maybe we'll do it after the open. Um, might bring it down on the. Uh, I mean, I'll bring it on the Sunday, and if anybody wants to do it, rather than doing the team event stuff, um, I did. Uh, somebody did ask if the team event was um, uh, was it called extended, and it's not. It is still standard with ban list and everything like that. Because I didn't even think about making it extended, and then it's too late to change it now. So. Um, Sorry if you really wanted to fly a Phantom or a gunboat or a Lancer or a Resistance Bomber or a Lambda Shuttle or an Upsilon or whatever else is on the ban list. Aussie Tuck gunships. Um, yeah. Look, everyone, Rich isn't stronger than you. We can do what we want. <laughs> I'm not be stronger, but I'm bigger and I can sit down for a long time. Yeah, but <laughs> people can surely dodge you at this stage. You've let yourself you go since last time. Do you think? You were definitely much. in better shape last year. <laughs> I was def- I definitely was in better shape last year. But I had a Florida holiday and and uh, a couple of new a couple of new jobs where I wasn't able to just skive off and go to the gym for an hour in the morning. So <laughs> every morning. But anyway, <laughs> enough about my gut. Uh, everybody gets to see it in a few days. It'll be fine. Can you just express um, your what? Disdain for nerds, please. What well, in a different way than you do every day? Yeah, this is more of general disappointment in people. So while you guys were having your little chat, I was like, oh, I want a new desktop background for my laptop. So I was like, oh, I'll get the invisible hand. And as you can see from our snapshots live, someone's turned it into some weeb stuff. No, now I've got to go and look at something, and I, I'm not sure I want to. What is hmm. that? She's covered up, but apparently that's that's the invisible hand. That that weird weeb girl is a CIS Navy president. 
plus courier destroyer, invisible hand. Why are people like this? Yeah, if, I if mean, you're a weeb, people I don't like you. Can it you just personal. imagine if if you know Pokemon, right? It's a kids thing. It's for kids. It's all about kids. It's all cute and it's nice and everything like that, and everything's all lovely and cute and kiddie. And yet, teenagers would very much like to have sex with Gardevoir. And it's like, have you heard? Have you heard Gardevoir speak? <laughs> no. Hang on. <laughs> Yaz, come on, do your impression, please. They won't know it's you. They will. We'll edit it. Go on. <laughs> Gardevoir. <laughs> there you go. Right now, I'm <laughs> now whoever that mystery voice was doing Gardevoir might might now be the new the new swear dub. <laughs> please, please. Um, what, do you mean, what do you mean mystery voice? You know I don't like editing these days. That's that's going in. <laughs> Staying in. <laughs> Liam's relationship's now imperiled, but we all know that was yes. It's fine. Well, I'm surprised she's still with him after all this time. She's clearly got low standards. <laughs> oh, bless him. Bless him. Right, we are going to talk. <laughs> Liam, stop posting stuff that <laughs> makes me laugh. Um, so um, so we're, we're going to talk about uh, the bounties at the Sith Taker Open, because I think this is one of the, the main things um, that kind of some people have, have been talking about been interested in uh before we before we dive into that um just another quick one if you are uh if you have a ticket but you haven't registered for the event of longshanks please do so um if you your ticket was bought for you by somebody else you won't have received an email unless you've told me what your email address is um so uh please ask the person who bought your ticket for you for um the link because currently the event is hidden um and you can only access it through the link in the email um that i have sent out to everybody who's bought a ticket uh so um for people not um coming who want to look at lists and whatnot we will be unlocking the events so that you can uh check out the lists and things like that over the course of the day on saturday once we get the first round up and running um we'll sort long shanks out so that people can crawl over the lists and say oh why is he flying that and all that kind of stuff um that you want to do so we're going to talk about bounties bounties is something we did last year and it, it went over really really well and basically there are a bunch of almost like achievements that you can either play for or get by accident um as with anything um there's a minor prize for claiming a bounty um in this case it's a really sweet vector squadron cad bin alt art um of which there are two types um one for sis one for scum and villainy um and uh, then also there'll be other stuff on the bounty table which you'll be able to pick up as well as uh, a cad bin alt art which is other alt arts acrylics bits and bobs that kind of stuff um basically it's a competition to see who can claim the most bounties um over the course of the day um so simple rules you can claim each bounty once um two player bounties can be claimed multiple times so um i'll get to those uh well we'll do them first um and then it, it's an honor system but basically we'll ask your opponent to verify that you did the thing that you're claiming that you did um during the course of the event and give us a little description of it um which will become apparent when we read through them um so uh yeah the winner the person who gets the most bounty points will win a Bluetooth, a Millennium Falcon Bluetooth speaker, so, which is pretty cool. And I actually want it, so I might just buy one myself afterwards. But um, it's a pretty cool prize. 
little bit different. So um, here are the bounties. I'll talk about the two-player bounties first of all. This one renamed thanks to Liam coming up with a better name than it, for it than I had, which was the was I supposed to be doing something bounty, which is uh, one where both players actually get this, um, but <laughs> potential collusion. Um, a game finishes at time with more than a 20-point difference. So you're absolutely battered by somebody or somebody absolutely batters you. It is a bounty point. Um, for each of you, one for doing the battering and one as a bit of a commiseration prize for having been utterly rinsed. So how many times would you get a 20-point difference in a game? It's not often, is it? Uh, no. no, it's not. I think like probably the only time it's going to happen if one player doesn't play the scenario. So, you know, it doesn't pick up crates or doesn't scramble objectors. And then, I mean, the game still has to go very badly for that person that hasn't played. But if you play if you play the scenario points, you probably pick up enough that you don't, there isn't a 20-point difference. But, I mean, it could happen. Large ships exploding, stuff like that. Yeah, and the thing here is, is that the, the whole point of bounties is that you can play for them. So a player who is, you know... 0-4 in round five might just be like, I'm going to get a bounty. I'm, I'm playing for bounties. And one of the bounties I've not claimed yet is the 20-point difference bounty. So I'm just going to not shoot you and not pick up objectives. <laughs> I'm going to let you win by 20 points so that we both get a bounty point. Um, so, yeah, there you go. It's an interesting one. Um, I don't think any... That? What's that? I've got another two-player one you can do as well, but only I don't I don't think the per other person should get one. It's called player disconnected, and that's one person just concedes and walks off, well before <laughs> no. time. No, no, thirty minutes on there. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not encouraging people to drop and quit so people don't get to have fun and play. Like the whole point of these is that people continue playing when they're past the chance of winning uh, the event, and when they're if they're not going to make a cut, that they've still got stuff to play for. And saying, "Oh, I'll give you an alt art if you just quit and wander off." <laughs> oh no, that person doesn't get one. Oh, the person who they quit on gets one. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have to think about that one. Um, the other two point, the other two player one is. I've called it the slobber knocker, but whatever. Um, basically, a game finishes with both players having scored over 20 points at time. So an absolute humdinger of a game where it gets really, really close, but it finishes not 17-16 or anything. It doesn't matter how close it is. If it finishes at time, both players score over 20 points. An absolute humdinger. So those two things, both players will get a bounty point and you can claim them more than once because they involve both players either colluding to make it happen um in which case you deserve it because all cheats all, all good bounty hunters and gamblers are cheats um but all, but also if it happens without collusion then it's amazing because it means you've had an absolutely cracking game of x-wing um, particularly the slobber knocker so yeah um, I can. I think I can count on one hand the number of times I've had games that have finished with both of us over 20 points, and it's been like 21-20 or 22-21, and it's been kind of 18-19 or 17-18, like right down to the wire, or, or like somebody's been on 13 points but has killed an eight-point chip or something like that on the last roll of the dice. Um, 
so they tend to be the really fun exciting games so we just wanted to um reward both the person who gets the feels bad of losing the nail biter that goes really to the end but also the person that wins it as well so right those are the two player ones now here's the fun ones now from the conversation i had with nikki burnett and chris burnett this week um they're chris's dad who i think is matt might be interested in the first one it's called look out it's take four damage from obstacles on the same ship Do you think you could manage that, Ben? I don't. Do you think you could manage it? Yeah, of course I can. It's easy. I mean, I wouldn't want so, to. So, I mean, if you're flying Delta 7s or Etas, you might not want to. If you're flying a Decimator, you might kind of be like, yeah, I'll get that, obst- I'll get that one. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to do uh, some of these bounties, but once it starts going wrong, you're like, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean that's 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 basically hit at least two, maybe four obstacles over the course of a uh, of a game with the same ship, without that ship being killed in the interim by your by your opponent. Um. So yeah, again, collusion on bounties is firmly encouraged. Like, send to your opponent, please don't shoot that X-wing. I'm trying to crash it into four obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't shoot you with it. I'm just want to crash it into four obstacles. Is <laughs> fine. I'll take a blade of plate for it either, because you have to suffer the damage. Yeah, you have to suffer the damage. It's not just hit obstacles. So yeah, so you can't have the droid that allows you to ignore them, and you can't use collision detector and all that kind of stuff. Um, you have to actually. I think you can't use collision detector because it's on the ban list anyway. But is it? I can never remember. Or it's basically banned because it's so expensive one of the two um but yeah anyway um so that's look out um i can't even perform a white two forward stress move three turns in a row with the same ship so dial in a red move while stressed and drift forward in space for three turns it's not something you want to do <laughs> but yeah you get a bounty for doing that <laughs> while not dying as well that's the other thing <laughs> Because, you know, it's likely, let's be honest. Um, three turns is a lot of turns for your ship just to not be playing. Um, no, not that one. Your device damages a friendly ship. Fair enough. You bomb yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we've got, we've got damage yourself with, uh, damage a friendly ship with your own bomb. Um, and we've got uh, the next one, which is lives to fight another day. So two ways to do this one. The difficult way is to block your opponent's ship off the board um, because this is cause a ship to flee the battlefield. So, you know, if you block somebody else's ship off the board, then they fled the battlefield. And so you claim this bounty. The other one is to set up on the board edge and dial it too hard to the right um, or set up facing backwards and fly off the board or wait until you've lost the game and then five straight and A-wing off, that kind of stuff. Um, Then, oh, I love this one. Now... I want you to tell me, um, any of you, ways to deal six damage in a single attack. Obi-Wan can Obi. Oh, God. <laughs> Go away, Tim. Go away, Tim. HLC, shattering shot, trick shot. And my dice. ETA 2, with your dice, with a lat re-roll, a focus token, plus some force. Yep, 
And synchronized and then your console. opponent blanks out. Yeah. And your opponent blanks out. Yeah. Seems good. Other 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 routes, Liam? Uh I'm guessing it's a proton top and a crit chain, right? Proton top crit chain, yeah. That'll that'll do it. Yeah, I was thinking like sort of your know, your rebels with trick shot with munitions. Like old man wedge. Can yeah, do it's ba- it's basically flipping a hull breach or getting a fuel leak into a direct hit or something like that off a torpedo, something like that. But I mean, anybody can do it with a four dash range one attack. Uh, Ma- basically, yeah, if you, Ma- Mar- you get a great chain, Marrick still marksmanship. Basically, just because he goes, it's Marrick, isn't it? That goes hunting for crits. Oh yeah, he flips, yeah. flips three and picks one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he might be able to do it as well. Yeah, last year this was five damage in a single attack until somebody pointed out that's just a double modded proton torpedo with a direct hit on the end. I was like, oh yeah, fair enough. I'll make it six damage then. Well, it's fine. Um, all right. So those are kind of. I mean, we're into kind of dice variants ones there because you can play for that. The first four are like almost. Uh, I just want to get some bounties, and I'm going to deliberately screw myself to get them. Um, the next couple are um, very, very dice dependent. So um, three plus attack dice at one time, and all of them are naturally critical results. So I don't know what the odds are of three dice all showing crits. It's one in eight times one in eight times one in eight. So one in sixty four times eight. Six eight is forty eight. <sighs> one of five hundred, something like that, on three dice of, sh- of showing all crits. No mods though. No marksmanship. None of that cheating, adding crits. None of this malice nonsense or any of that stuff. R seven A seven. They've got to basically just fall out of your hand as crits. You can't even Dooku. Not even Dooku counts here. Um, so yeah, no mods allowed. Um, and then on the other side of it, four or more defense dice, all showing natural evade results without any rerolls. So um, dropping four dice out of your hand. Um, so that's slightly higher probability actually than uh, than the critical the crits one because there's what three evades on a green. So three and eight times three and eight times three and eight times four. Anyway, can't be bothered to do maths in my head. Um, <laughs> but sli- slightly easier. But um, yeah, so I mean, for this kind of thing, it's um, if you if your opponent rolls and you're rolling four greens and your opponent rolls two dice and goes, oh, nothing, you might as well chuck your dice and try and get your bounty. You might as well. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to roll them. It's like people on TTS who just roll for the stats. It's like, yeah, I'm going to roll everything just to see what happens. Um, I like the next one because it's called Heroic Failure after my uh, my favorite faction. Uh, heroic Failure after rolling and re-rolling three or more attack dice, all of your results are blanks. So for this one, you have to have used all possible mods that you have available to you and still come up blank. So if you've got heroic, if you've got a target lock and you're all blanks in the blanks, if you've got predator, um, I mean, you can play for it with predator if you roll two blanks in an eyeball by re-rolling the eyeball and praying for a blank so you get your your bounty kind of thing. But um, yeah, it's basically when make you feel a little bit better when a bad dice outcome happens. Um, There is nothing, by the way, for um, blanking out on defense dice. That is not an achievement. So sorry, sorry. Oh no, I'm not sorry. Actually, because it's funny, especially if you've got heroic. I mean, 
<laughs> you see, because you blank out, your opponent feels happy. You say heroic, your opponent feels sad. Then you blank out again, and then you feel really sad, and your opponent feels euphoria. So you know, it's uh, too much of a too much of a swing in emotions already. Without adding more onto it, it's fine. Um, okay, here's the next one, and you can tell me actually, have any of you ever achieved this in a game? All of your ships have got full hull and shields at the end of the game. Twice. I'm not sure, actually. A flawless victory. So I watched, I watched Andreas Tolman do it once on Hexiled because he was flying four Etas, so he didn't lose any shields, mm-hmm. and none of his ships took any damage because you know token stacks and his dice were kind and blah blah blah. But basically, he won the game without losing any health at all. Now you are allowed regen on this, so if you've got an R2D2 or an Iron Assembler or whatever, um, that will enable you or give you that little bit of wiggle room on a couple of your ships. But yeah, as long as you've got full hull and shields at the end of the game, you can claim a flawless victory. One person claimed it last year. It was Lewis with him, um, who was using Imperial Aces against Sun Fak and a bunch of droids. Um, and nobody could believe him. And he was like, yep, it happened. And his opponent confirmed it happened. And we were all just a bit astonished. So it was fine. Um, and the next one, and I think this one's really interesting because this is the kind of a thing where you might actually challenge yourself to do it. Complete a game without spending any charges, both recurring and non-recurring count. You must have at least one charge in your list. So deliberately not using any of the abilities on the cards that you've picked up that have charge-based abilities <laughs> or on your pilots. Is that you can't use any or just one that you don't use? No, That's you true. can't use any charges. You can't use any charges in your list. So no proton torpedoes, no chopper oh, astromech. If you recharge one. Uh, it says without spending any charges, so... Yeah, not even dropping bombs and reloading them counts. It's, you can't spend charges. It's again, it's a deliberate. Yeah, you, you can't. You, know, you, can, <laughs> you, you couldn't say recharging because obviously charges recharge at the end of the turn. So you might have spent them in the game and then they come back during the course of the game. So yeah. I, I think that has to be hard and fast. Yeah, but you say oh, you, I mean, you have to. I, I could do. I could do the counterpoint though, couldn't I? I could add the counterpoint, which is spend all of your non-recurring charges. Yeah. Oh, you get points for actually successfully shooting all your torpedoes and dropping all your bombs. <laughs> you'd have you need a minimum number of charges, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, one. <laughs> just just uh, have uh, elusive. <laughs> yeah, just have elusive and spend it. I've evaded elusive. You've already evaded it. Elusive. It's the last turn. <laughs> it's my only remaining active charge. Get rid of it. Um. I'll think about that one. Think about if I'm going to add it. And then the last one, uh, there can be only one. Liam, this was your idea. So do you want to explain what you think it means? Uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you want me to tell you? No, that's right. There can only be one. So it's kill a mirror pilot. So if you're against someone using Poe and you're also using Poe, you have to kill the other Poe. With yep. your Poe. So it's basically Highlander. Yep. There can only be one. 
Now, I've not put any stipulations in that it has to be the Poe that does the kill shot. But that... Uh, you went, kill him, error pilot, e.g., Poe kills Poe. It's, it's a very short description, Rich. <laughs> Yeah, basically it means if you've got, and it's not a mirror pilot as in T seventy pull kills T seventy pull or commander pull kills commander pull. It's if you've got Falcon pull and they've got T seventy pull, then it counts. If you know one person's got battle Yavin Vader, one person's got defender Vader, it counts and so on and so on. But basically, if you have a my Vader fights against your Vader, my Anakin against your Anakin, all iterations of that pilot count for the bounty. Um, but not crew forms. So if you've got somebody with the decimator with Vader crew on it, that doesn't count. It's only pilots against pilots. Um, yeah, you don't have to kill them with the actual other ship. It's just basically one of your one of you kills the other one's mirror pilot. You claim that bounty. Um, the one true pull remains on the board, kind of thing. One true Vader, kind of. Do you know something? It I was named one as well, though it can't be Trade Federation drone kills Trade Federation <laughs> <Yeah>. drones. <laughs> the Black Squadron Ace is the only Black Squadron Ace allowed to be a Black Squadron Ace from this point on. Um, so yeah. you're picking on generics as well. <laughs> yeah, call me Mister AMG Daddy. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm going to. No, no. So anyway, that's the bounties at the minute, um, and they're kind of set unless anybody in the next kind of. 10, 15 minutes um, speaking to me on this podcast recording can come up with another idea that I'll add to the list before I publish it for the final time before the event. So so this is replacing spot prizes, basically. Replacing the shouting out, you know, first person to blank out an older dice gets a spot prize, which has kind of made it a little bit more kind of, you can you can try and achieve these achievements. So... Any ideas? You best be giving me some spot prizes. <laughs> You're spotty I'll enough. Ben, Wait. ben prizes. A what? I'll have a Ben prize, please. A special little Ben prize. Yeah. Okay. Remembering to buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Okay. That's our bounties anyway. So if anything pops into your heads while we're chatting about other stuff, then give us a shout. So bounties done. We've talked about them. Um, I can't stress, by the way, how cool the Cadbean alt arts look. I've, I've stuck pictures of them up around a few places, but um, they are limited, though that's the thing. We only got 50 of each printed, and there's 108 tickets sold at the moment. So there are not enough for everybody. And every time you claim a bounty, you can pick up a Cadbane alt art. And well, I mean, you can have two, you can have one of each and then I'll ask you not to keep taking them. But so yeah, if you definitely want to secure one of those Cadbane alt arts, you need to get one of these bounties in round one or two, really, before uh, farmers have hoovered them up. Let's say, Liam, what you, Liam, what bounty are you gonna go for round one? To secure yourself a sweet Cad Bane alt art. I think I might go for the it's all free, no charge. Just don't spend any charges. Yeah. What uh, what list are you planning on bringing? So at the moment, in my case, I've got my FO, which is Whisper Kylo, Nightfall, Scorch. Malarus and Ember. I've yeah. also got my 
Django, Roland, Dirge, and Flak Arfok Prototype, which is currently being painted up by Denton for the STO. Nice. So I might run something pretty like that, but at the moment I'm pretty unsure of what to use in that four points four point slot that the Flak Arfok Prototype is occupying at the moment. But it's I'm a tri-fighter, thinking... isn't it? Yeah. But I'm thinking of swapping it out for two vultures or something. I'm not too sure. I know, but vultures don't look as nice as a tri-fighter. No, they don't. I would have a tri-fighter on the board anyway. Oh, with Voland Das? Yes. Uh, yeah, and let's be honest, Den can, Denton can make anything look pretty, can't he? He's a clever boy. <laughs> it's worth mentioning he's going to be at the event as well, so... Um... And actually, for the first time in about five years, he's not providing us with, play- with prize support because I was like, I'm going to give you a year off, Jason, don't worry. But I oh, don't mind, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give him a year off from providing prize support. But um, yeah. So um, cool. What, what about you, Ben? Have you got your eye on one of those bounties? No. No. I'm just, I don't want to go in and give away loads of bounties for doing stupid things again. <laughs> well we haven't we haven't put in the table assist taker one with this year yeah, which yeah. you gave away to kester last year yep first so. round as well don't forget that yeah and you missed cup because of it yep yeah <clears throat> thanks for reminding me it's not it's not my fault that you were so hungover <laughs> that you couldn't see let alone play x-wing yeah i had a great time though. it's connor's fault <laughs> I, I think if anything it, i was the ringleader so i can't really can't blame anyone except myself. Are you going to try and behave yourself a little bit better this year? I mean, I always say yes, but we all know that. That's not true, is it? No, no. Oh, dear. I'm sure this is going to be entertaining. I'm sure I can blame someone else again. That's a plan. I can blame Connor. Unless I make cut and then it was all down to me. I'm not gonna lie. I turned up to two days of two separate STOs, completely battered, <laughs> and I didn't give up a flawless victory. Mm. <laughs> you made top four, didn't you? Both years, and I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I'm surprised I could still see two years ago. Oh, that was what's, really what's bad. Pretty really scary. We were very drunk that time. I, I was flying a Malaris swarm, and I ended up flying it over the other side of the table. So poor Christopher Bremner could move my ships for me because I just couldn't stand up. <laughs> I tried on three separate occasions to stand up, day one of cut, and I couldn't. My legs were just like, what are you doing? Get back down. <laughs> I was just going to um, make a joke about the fact that as soon as Liam sobered up, he lost. Because, you know, that, that happened. Got to top four, vaguely was less drunk, then lost. I felt comfortable. So... I missed the hangover. Did you? Yeah, because I just hydrate. I was just still drunk, so I wasn't hungover, and then I just hydrated myself out of it. Then we both got knocked out by reeds. Yeah. <laughs> Such grown-ups. Best pal Darren Granger was fetching me drinks from the bar just to make sure I could stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. I need to have words with him. He shouldn't have tried to keep you alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Rude. Rude. Right. 
Anyway, so that's bounties. Tim, are you going to play for bounties? Are you going to full on try hard to try and win the tournament? Now you're not TOing it. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm going to like full on try hard, but I mean, like bounties will probably just be a case of to start with. Will be if they happen, they happen, and then if mm-hmm. everything goes badly, then then sure, I'll play for bounties. But um, I'd like to think I'd be in the mix at the end of the day. But we shall see how things pan out. If yeah, I'll tell. I say if I, well, if, if, I, if I'm in three, then I'll definitely be uh, hitting up bounties. Yeah, it's worth um, it's worth pointing out that because of event restrictions, there is going to be a bit of a um, a bit of a weird one because we've got 108 players, but we're playing five rounds of Swiss on day one. It means that the only way to guarantee cut is to go undefeated because there will be something between. So we're cutting to top 16. Um, there'll be something between 12 and 15 people on 4 and 1 and 4, 5 and 0s. Um, so basically, if you try and submarine to a 4 and 1, you might not make cut. Um, or if you're unfortunate enough to face somebody who gets battered later on in the day, um, you might not make cut. Um, so yeah, the, the answer to that is to just win all your games. Um, or if you're going to lose, lose against somebody that goes 5-0, and basically. <laughs> or finish 17th, have someone drop out a cut, and then win the whole event. Cause yeah. That happened. Finished 18th and not quite so feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think the phrase at this point you have to show is, Dial! Um, D- Dave, Dave Cromwell. Dave Cromwell. <laughs> Ollie, Ollie, Ollie is still not mad about <laughs> about Dale dropping out. And then Matthew beating Ollie in the first round of cut and going on to win the whole thing. He's still not mad, Ollie. He's fine. Fine. Um, so yeah, um, I was just gonna say that's basically all we want to say about this taker open at this point in time. Um, other than absolutely hyped. Um we've been working with Element really, really closely. So I'm really comfortable that the the venue is gonna be in a really good state, that everything's gonna be ready for us. Um so um, yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing you. Looking forward to welcoming you there. Um, if you do see any of us, um, at least myself, Tim, and Ben have got cool T-shirts with our names written on the back. Have you got one as well, Liam? Yes, I think he has. so. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the four of us plus some of the other Sith takers have had these kind of fancy esports-looking shirts <laughs> made up with our names on the back of them. So you'll you'll be able to see us in our jazzy club T-shirts, kind of hanging around, but. Um, if you do need anything at all when you come to to, to the venue, um, if you see anybody wearing a Sith Takers t-shirt, then they're a local. Um, so, you know, just ask them um, and we'll do our best to help you out. Uh, as well as that, the store um, staff are always easily identified because they wear t-shirts that look very similar in terms of colour to the Sith Takers ones, but they tend to not have Sith Takers written on them. Um, or like hoodies with Element Games. Again, they're all really super friendly. So I've got um, um, a few things that might be worth just running through uh, just from my previous life. Um, yeah, go on. So uh, if you are driving, ideally, uh, if you're staying in a hotel, please p- leave your car at the hotel. Uh, car parking can be limited at the venue. Uh, there is a council car park right next to the venue that's free to use. So please use that. I mean, the venue car park does turn into a bit of a, uh, well, 
bomb site essentially it's yeah it's not nice to park in uh, so make use of the council car park or leave your cars at the hotel and just walk over would be a great help um the venue is open friday so a lot of us will be around uh friday afternoon and evening so feel free if you're, if you're driving up pop in solo you can you can order takeaway in uh, it's a licensed bar that will be open to sort of 10 11 o'clock at night um, it's worth worth just pointing out that table fees for the friday night are still in place so your event ticket gets you saturday and sunday if you want a game on the friday they'll take 350 off you for however long you're in for so if you turn up in the middle of the afternoon and play games all day it's 350 if you turn up at seven o'clock it's 350 so that always um, used to be free oh i don't know yeah anyway um how things how things changed him how things changed <laughs> um i think that's probably like yeah food food wise you can order in food um just also tidy up after yourselves and just don't be a pain um please don't bring um alcohol into the venue it is a licensed venue and uh, obviously that's how they make their money and stay open as a business so please support the bar it's not overly expensive at all um that's yeah car parking is probably the only thing that could be an issue with a hundred player event um so yeah i mean i'm gonna yeah. try and get so there early yeah, the council car park can fill up quite quickly um, when the venue's full. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can pay to park in the hotel across the street as well. Um, and it's not expensive. I think it's like £5 all day or something like that. Um, but don't quote me on that. Um, and there is on-street parking in the local area, but do be careful where you park because some of it is um, restricted parking to residents only and stuff like that. So yeah, Um there, there are there is plenty of free car parking um if you turn up on time um if you arrive like five minutes before registration to close then expect to park illegally run inside register then run back outside and go and park your car again um because it can get it can get busy with over 100 people coming um so yeah um but i'm properly hyped to see everybody um yeah no genuinely yeah should be a really good event uh and you know i i think i was looking for it last week uh we've got players traveling in from norway germany uh we've got travis coming from the usa um denmark yeah denmark we've got the french coming no there's no french people uh, coming I this time i wasn't, wasn't, wasn't sure if they were making it across or not but yeah we've got italy uh we've got danny coming from italy we've got um yeah denmark we've got uh christian we've got norway we've got Sver. um uh, Mikkel, uh anyway scandinavia lots of people from scandinavia um germany basically half of germany is coming to play x-wing with us <laughs> um so that's gonna be really cool a lot, lot of the guys that came over oh, uh, um, last year coming back as well. as well netherlands yeah um yeah people from netherlands so um and uh like lithuania via cambridge as <laughs> well so but you know we'll count it um but um yeah so um we've got a lot of people coming um ireland and wales as well it's it's going to be really um like a proper international x-wing event which is really cool like obviously the majority of people are still kind of from from england uk wales northern ireland scotland but yeah it's going to be don't forget cornwall cornwall yeah um which is further away than france to be (laughs) fair so um or at least harder to get to um so yeah, I mean, like really looking forward to it. Um, we we have done a couple of announcements um, about uh, lists and stuff, and sent an email out about lists. Um, it 
makes life easier for the little data crawler thing we talked about last week that pulls lists out of um and also the stream long shanks into list fortress yes and also the stream um if you have a yasby link in your um list um either just the yasby link which is fine um or the text version which has got the yasby link at the bottom um then if you end up on stream it makes it really really easy for the streamers to just cut and paste that into the um, overlay thing, and it populates automatically without um, without them needing to manually input and build a list. So um, it would be super helpful if you could if you could put a Yasby link in um, at some point. Uh, so yeah, that's all. I mean, it's all of about. I, we're at time of recording, like four days away. Um, Ooh, and can I'm, I just? Yeah, you can. Go on. Uh, first of all. For anyone going, if you have an allergy to cats, there is a rogue cat there. <laughs> he just comes in. He's not there, cat. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen him for a while. Oh, he's know, still he's there. Gone back, he's gone back to Wales with Nick. It's his horse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, take antihistamine because Nick's horse slash cat will hurt you. It lives under the TO desk most of the time. Um, when it's busy, but occasionally jumps up on tables and plays with the miniatures, which is hilarious if it's not your miniatures. Basically, not be a bounty. Um, <laughs> if a if a cat knocks over your ship, you lose that ship. Your opponent gains the points, but you get a bounty. Well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine people turning up with pots full of dreamies and catnip, trying to coax them onto their table. Go on, go on devastation! Trying to get it. To knock over a, a, tire, a tire Academy pilot, but knocks over Vader and the Decimator. That sounds like a new bounty to me. <laughs> oh, another one could be if if you call a judge to do an arc check and they completely screw your game state by knocking your ships across the table, you gain a bounty. Uh, sounds like an old. That happened, didn't it? Yeah, it's well. Yeah, uh, I don't have enough bounty cards to be honest. Uh, oh my goodness me right right um there was one actual bit of news this week by the way which um i've just remembered um which is helpful because that's what we're here to talk about and i say news there was an announcement came out hot off the presses that the nova open is going to be a featured qualifier for the 2024 atomic mass games world championship of x-wing and legion more information coming in march okay so next month or 10 days at time of recording from amg of course we all expect on the first of march it'll come out you know in the middle of april or something um as is as is tradition for the last 10 years of x-wing um so it says Armada and MCP will also have support from AMG directly. Be sure to grab tickets, blah, blah, blah. So it's like a fairly generic thing, but we can, because we're nerds, read a lot into this little presser, right? So first of all, there is going to be a World Championships in 2024, right? So far, so good. That's fine. Um, World Champions of X-Wing and Legion. Now... That's fine. More information coming. It's the fact that it says Armada and MCP will also have support from AMG directly. Exclamation mark. So this is obviously to tell Armada and MCP players, oh, we've not forgotten about you. You're going to be included as well. But what does support mean? Does that mean that we're going to have prize support? Does that mean Love that... to see some new prize support. Like, yeah. stuff, like plastic prizes. 
Well, I think everybody's currently holding their breath to see what's happening at Worlds this year. Yeah. Because Worlds has always got price support. You know, it's got dice and it's got dice that are valuable and really nice and rare and everybody wants them. And it's got awesome templates and it's got, you know, the last few years, punch board and all sorts of things that, that you know, people really, really wanted and coveted. You know, your Worlds templates were a, were a big deal, you know, because that was like the ultimate in swag brag. You know, people would come back from Worlds with their I made top eight templates and only ever use those templates. And people say, those are nice. Where'd you get them? Oh, I got them when I made top eight at Worlds, you know. Um, so I reckon they'll use a lot of the prime kits that they didn't maybe use before. Yeah, I I heard a fairly well substantiated rumor that AMG are pulling prizes out of the 2020 um, stash, where which weren't the regionals and prime stuff. It was the we were going to use these in the year that everything got cancelled for Worlds, and it was going to be the last one of the of FFGs. And I think that they're going to unbox something pretty cool. Um, but who knows? Who knows if I'm just making that up or not? I'm looking forward to what to see what they do end up designing. Yeah, like it'd be interesting yeah. to see a different. Yeah, Are you still there, or have you disappeared? Who? You 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 kind of cut off. Oh, sorry. I don't know why. Oh, what, what what were you saying there, Liam? I want them to do a template tray, but the cover have the entire tale of Darth Plagueis the wife. Uh, wife. <laughs> Darth Plagueis the wife. Darth uh, wife. I think your fan fic- your fan fiction has taken a, a strange turn. <laughs> it was the ghostwriter. I told him to stay strictly to Cad Bane, and he didn't. Invented Darth Darth Plagueis' wife. What what <laughs> he got up to while he was off <laughs> doing tales that a Jedi wouldn't tell you. <laughs> You're gonna want to cut this, Tim, but before he brought her back to life. <laughs> uh, so I mean, yeah, it it it's good, it's great. And um I was seeing uh, Louis um chatting about it and he said it would be awesome if, you know, he wasn't the solely responsible for production of price support for X-Wing um, for the next year because um, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> I think he's a bit like, you know uh, supplementing it's cool and all but you know, can we have a bit of um, so uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen but you know they've already told us that there's going to be store kits um, element have confirmed that they've that they've secured one so you know we're definitely going to be running one of those events when it turns up Um We'll see what else is in it other than what was listed on the thing. And then, you know, we're just going to follow follow the trail. And uh, I've already breached um, a suggestion with Mrs. Polly that um, I am going to go to Worlds in 2024. And she looked at me and said, right. And then there was a silence. Well, and I said, no, you're not. And, and I said, as 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 well as a family holiday. <laughs> she went, okay. <laughs> I was like, not, not instead of. And she was like, right, you're going to go to America without us. I was like, you can come with me if you want to come to Adepticon. She said, what's Adepticon? Is that like Comic-Con? I said, no. It's much different. <laughs> Basically, a thousand people playing Warhammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> She looked at me and she said some rude words that Tim would have to beep out. Um, so yeah, but I have I have breached the topic. 
So I, I'm hoping to get to Worlds next year. It's on my list of things that I'm going to try and achieve by saving up pennies in a little penny jar for it. So um, that's enough, isn't it, these days? You save up a whiskey jar full of five peas and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, be fine. It's proud that it seems to be the, the thing to do. <laughs> I know. Oh, become a judge. Become a judge, get a free, tra- <laughs> free, free flight to Worlds. I think you could even say you could do it now. You've run bigger events. Say that you know the rules. They don't know to know that you're not very. Yeah, they they, they don't need to know that. I don't actually know the rules well, do they? It's fine. Um, but <laughs> but you're damn yeah, good at checking an arc. Yeah, I can check. No one checks I mean, an arc better than Richard Polly. That's all you need to do when you're when you're really judging like the high level events. Is they come in and they go, "Can you just help us?" know if that's an arc and it's just like well it's top four at world so we're going to take five minutes to mark everything move it all out of the way make sure make sure that we get the arc check exactly right then carefully move everything back and then fully pintar the entire game state that's <laughs> fine on stream that's what i'm gonna do no no i i, I want to go i want to play um i've been oh, playing the game for long enough and i've I've never got the chance to travel abroad, really, and play X-Wing other than, you know, when I was on holiday, popping down to a friendly local game store and having a couple of games. So, um, yeah, I'd really like to go to Worlds and meet some of the people I've been chatting to for a long time that can't come over. So, um, yes. Right. Um, Okay. I I think, I know we've only been running for just under an hour, but I don't really have anything else other than that to talk about today. So, Liam, have you got a question for us? I do. Ooh. Is the answer seven? Damn, no point asking it. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> uh, so, this is the list composition-ish. Ah, my strong point. I, I want to know, going across all seven factions, which you think are the best four-point options. Oh, I'm gonna have to guess. Well, say, could, could you not ask these questions before? I, I don't know. Before now, <laughs> uh... do you know what? Do you know what the best the the best thing is? Right, the best thing is I know the answer for this for resistance. Garvin Gosh, for rebels. Is straight Grievous, off the top. Is Grievous four points? No, he's five. Okay. Right. Should we go through the factions one at a time? Let's. We'll do rebels. Right, so rebels options. You've got an arc. No, you don't. Options. That's good. No, you don't have an arc. That's its initiative points. Five to six. B wing. One of the new arcs is four, isn't it? Uh, No, you're thinking. um, You're thinking uh, Republic. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, So you can get a Y wing for four points. Uh, You can get Dutch Vander for four points. Um, Ivan Verlein, Hall Auckland pops. Pops Crail. Um, Is there any A wings or X wings for four? Points? Oh yeah, there's there's A wings for four points. Uh, you can you can fill your boots. It has to be four points. You can have Tycho for four points or Wedge in an A wing for four points. Sabine, Jake, um, are the four pointers. There's some good ones at three, but yeah. As long um, as the composure things working with Tycho, he's okay. So. Here's here's some options. AP5 and Fenrau in the Sheetapede. Fenrau's uh, only good if he's with something else, so he's pretty rubbish on his own. 
Yeah, and you've got a couple of Battle of Yavin X-Wings, like Garvin, um, Coolby, Spirido. So three-point guns um, sitting there as well. Uh, Rebels got quite a lot of options, really, haven't they, for four points? They've got a lot of stuff at three and four points, yeah, but four-point options. I would say, in my happy place, that the best ship for four points in Rebels is, I think, Fenro and Ashithapede. Yeah. He's a great. He's good at for support, isn't he? It depends, I guess, how you're thinking of four points. So what I'm thinking, you've got a 16 point squad and you want to slot four points in. Yeah. Right, and this is going I to be impossible when we get to so first order. Boring right now. Well, Tycho is really good as well. Like Tycho in an A wing is really good. So if you're looking, it depends what you're looking for to complete your squad. If you're looking for a utility piece, Fen route. If you're looking for like a little pocket ace to go and double mod people if, and cause trouble. If you're not alpha little... strike. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tycho would be really good. So that's what I think for Rebels. What about you, Ben? I hate to admit, I think you're probably right. Um, but just they're just so, so boring right now, Rebels. Like, they're still good, but they feel like they're very one-dimensional. Um, but yeah, I agree. If, if you think about it that way, yeah. Enables loads of shenanigans. What about you, Liam? Do you disagree? No, I was going to say something like Fen or maybe is it Pops? Uh, Pops anything is really good. Help, anything that can help your entire list trade up or a ship that can probably do more damage than it's worth is always a good option. Yep. Yeah. So... Next is Imperials, and Imperials have literally got all of the choices in the world, right? So you start off with the TIE Advanced, and you've got Zertik Strom, who is a guy who does a thing, right? And I don't know what it is. Um, or you can spend the lock you have on an enemy ship to expose one of that ship's damage cards. So, Tim used so, to fly that ship. Tim did. Um, then you've got the Reaper. You've got a choice between uh, Feroff with Seventh Sister and Vizier with Palp, or... You know, but they're four points, um, so they're really good uh, support and filler ships. Then you've got a couple of choices of um, interceptor. So you've got Goran Lurier with Nashwind Rider. Um, oh wait, no, what am I looking at? Oh no, they're they yeah, they're all four points. So I was like, what am I looking at here? Uh, and then all the Sigmas, they're four points. Terraferir, Voltskeris, they're all four points. So loads of interceptors at four. Um, then you've got TIE Fighters at four. Hull Runner. That's uh, Hull Runner five. Hull Runner's oh, four. Cool. Yeah. Um, along with Dark Curse and Battle of Yavin Backstabber. Those two ships. Um, I mean, Liam, come on. You, you, you've given us one a rough one here. TIE Heavy? No. No, they're all five. Uh, TIE Striker? Um, Countdown. Countdown. It's pure Sabak. Vagabond. And then the last one, like Desmere. No. Right, there you go. I haven't got a clue about Imperials. Outdown's good in um, objectives. Is it Dark Curse the one that you're not allowed to mod your dice against whatsoever? Uh, I think yes. I think that is the best four point option in, in Imperials. Do you think? Chip four, yeah, because. It's great for objectives, and it chips damage away. You can't mod your dice against it, so it will just stick around. While you defend, the attacker's dice cannot be modified. 
so it lives for a long time it's good for objectives but it's a four point ship um i mean countdown better because it's got better maneuverability i like feroff and vizier because of what they bring to the um to the rest of the list feroff's really survivable isn't he yeah um right i'm not going through scum and villainy so just think what comes into your head for four points miss Caden. that's true Right, shall we just move on? <laughs> There's no uh, argument there whatsoever. Is, is there anything else that even comes close to Kanan in terms of discussion? So like Dirge in the Rogue Class Starfighter, you've got, is there a no. Fang Fighter at four, Torfun? No. Uh, fang Fighter no. at four? No. Um, no. And you've got... But, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's... It's just so stupid what you can do. Yeah, it's Kanan with Maul. I mean, right now it's Kanan the faction, isn't it? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like I was like, oh no, there's so many ships in Scum. It's gonna take me ages to go through them. All and was just like, it's Canaan. I was like, yeah, it's Canaan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in resistance, no, because if he goes, I don't think they've got anything else. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they don't. There's no other options really for them at the minute. Full faction identities around it. Scum ships are great. Yeah. Um, resistance then. Um, I struggle to see past Lulu at four <laughs> points. Um, they've got a load of good options at four points, but Lulu. I mean, Kaz in a fireball is a really strong four-point option. You've also got a bunch of other um, A-wings, like you've got um, Tally, Sefton at I-5. You've got Greer with all the actions in the world um, at I-4, but Lulu has got exactly the right amount of loadout for what he wants to put on himself and I don't think there's a better four points in the faction um, I don't fly him so I don't know Honourable mention to Zay Versio who at four points is a T70 which you know that's very very cheap for what a T70 brings at initiative four but Lulu's just I5 is just so much better than that I think we could move on first order right Somebody talk about first order that's not in me. Malarus I don't understand. Malarus is three. Uh, oh, it's even cheaper. <laughs> All right, so Ember is four. Yeah, Ember was my go-to answer, to be fair. Midnight is four. Your bombers that you've heard of, Dread and Grudge and Scorch, they're four. Um, right yeah, TSFs. TIE SFs, Backdraft and Phasma. Um, and some generics. Um, silencers, no, they're all five or more. Uh, and then the Whisper, yeah, you've got uh, Nightfall, Whirlwind um, in the Whisper. And then you've got a Z-Class Shuttle. You can pick up Agent Terex or Commander Malarus or Gideon Hask. Um, the whisper where you fly through them and give out jams. I can't remember which one it is. It's one of that's them. Nightfall. Two, it? That's nightfall, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That that's great for four points. Um, These are this is four point ships. Can't stop. No one can stop you doing it. Yeah, it's like four point ships. The faction first order, isn't it? It's just like which of these great choices would you like to go with your great choices at three points? I can't go for the, the Malarus is three. <laughs> <laughs> Malarus isn't good at four. He's really good at three. Um, but, yeah. 
What do you reckon Knight, then? Nightfall, mate. Nightfall. What about you, Liam? As a, as an actual first order player. Excuse me. Sleeping on us though. On who? It's a really solid piece. Ember. Ember. Okay. Yeah. That was my close second, to be fair. Yeah, haven't seen Ember in use a few times in the last couple of weeks. It's very, very. It's surprisingly strong. Um. Especially in end game, if you can bring her in an end game and just start annihilating people by not letting them mod their dice, it's because they're a bit injured. Yeah. I think rude. they're opposite end of the spectrum ships, aren't they? Because um, Nightfall's really good at the start, just getting in there and being a nuisance. Yeah. Um, I like Whirlwind as well, um, but it's a little She's bit. She's the one who gives. Gets rid of the jams and gets focuses. Yeah, so she can focus jam and then spend. She doesn't have to remove jams yeah, yeah. to get a focus, so she can fly in and do an action, a bunch of actions, and then before she engages, just grab a focus token. So, isn't um, she like initiative for three though? Yeah, yeah. Cause I remember seeing her against someone that just that dies. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tie whisper, right? So you take a focus token and you hope that it doesn't die. But the advantages that she's got is that she can then have a focus at I3 again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you've either got two focuses for defense, so you've got one for defense and one for offense. Um, so, you know, it's it's nice. But I think I think Nightfall's stronger. Um, I think the other, like, four pointers, I think, like, you want to look at the Z shuttles as well, but it depends on what your list's doing. Because people like Malarus and Terex and Hask and the Z shuttles are still really, really strong pieces. You know, Tim used to do mean things to people with first order um, Z shuttles. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't think I've seen anyone use one since. No, have you any opinions on first order as a former first orderer, or Tim? No, not really. I think it's all no. pretty co- cookie cutter. Yeah. I so mean, while while you're while you're off mute, you want to talk about Republic? Uh, yeah. So Luminara or uh, one of the Siege of Coruscant um, arcs. You could take Siege of Coruscant Obi Wan, but I don't think it's worth it. So um, probably in the current meta, it would be Wolf. I imagine Siege of Coruscant Wolf, but um, yeah, Luminara at four points is still solid. Okay. So four second the arc. Mm. Yeah, I would. I mean, I I still think they die pretty quickly if you want to focus fire them. Um, I miss Luminara. I mean, Republic have got so many good choices of four. They're a bit like First Order because they've got the Jedi, Ahsoka, Barris, Luminara, Mace in the Delta Seven. Um, CLT. Um, Ahsoka with uh, only seven loadout is a little bit neutered to, to what she used to be, but um, Luminara, uh, Mace, Ahsoka and Barris have, have all been strong ships in the faction in the past. Um, you can then, you know, as you said, you go into the the Eddas, but then you've got your four-point options in the Naboos. No, they're terrible. Why are they five points? I was going to say, you know, Padme and Rick, but they're not. They're five points. What? <laughs> Um, so that's terrible. And then all the, the V-Wings, all the good V-Wings are three points as well. So, yeah, you're basically looking at the Jedi um, in the Republic faction, and it's it's pick your favourite. So, any any dissent from Luminara or possibly one of the other four-point Jedi? 
No, no, I'd probably go Luminara because of the amount of headaches she's given me previously. Yeah, being able to just say, I'm going to turn that down. Luminara just makes me laugh because she works on range zero shots. Yeah. So you can't mod, so if you roll, say, two hits out of hand, I'll turn one of them down. Yeah, guaranteed evade. you don't have a focus token, I'll turn that down. Yeah, it's, yeah, Luminara's ability is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's and then really when, you, when you want her to, she can punch because she's got the CLT for the uh, you know, the extra focus of the bullseye shot. Yeah. Um, bit of an honourable mention for Shakti in Annette 2, the, the Siege of Coruscant Shakti, who's four points as well, um, because she's an end phase double coordinate to two clones, um, basically for the cost of um, for the cost of one force. Oh, it's at the start of the end phase, so it's actually for the cost of no force, because you then recover your force um, after you do it. So if, as long as you've got a force left, you can yeet two actions out. So um, that's really good for four points. Um, and then you've also got Kit Fisto, which is just another conditional defensive, but it's a four-point etta with um, enough um, loadout to have a shield. So what's not to like? Um, okay, last but not least... The faction that we don't understand. Liam, Liam, talk us through the separatists at four points. This has four options. Uh, one of the weakest, I'd say, is Burwer Kret, who is a Nantex that can't take in Snare. Uh, What's the you... point of him? That's what I thought. This is why I don't <laughs> look at him. Did you not like Wat uh, Tambor? Yeah, but I don't run a lot of ships that take Calculate, so I don't okay. really get the value out of him. Okay. Uh, you've got the two standard hyenas in DBS 32C and DBS 404, mm-hmm. but both with uh, Siege Coruscant counterparts at three points, which are better. Uh, I tend to look at Dirge at the moment for a four point filler or Volandas. Under on Oppressor. Only has seven loadout. Yeah. Don't like it. But yeah, I I think um, you look firmly at Dirch in the road class and uh, Volandas. So like Dirge in the road class is, this is the come back to life one, yeah? Yes. Um, So that's nice. Dead to rights is really nice. He's got enough loadout that he can have heavy laser cannon and an ion cannon or some other combination of stuff. So yeah, he's pretty he's pretty cool. Um what's Xanadu blood give him? A crew slot for him not to use. He's in the crew uh, slot and a bomb slot. Crew slot and a bomb slot for him not to use because he's got HLC and Iron Cannon, right? And the red cloak action. Ah yeah, and that's important because it means you can be cloaked and running around doing objectives, which is sweet. Okay, so we've we've settled then on Dirge separatists luminara for the jedi in the clt uh thing this is at four points on first order did we settle on ember or nightfall oh nightfall (sighs) yeah nightfall nightfall that sounds ludo for the uh resistance um kanan for the scum and villainy uh where did we settle for imperials did we settle on Dark Curse? I, I said Dark down. Curse. 
Oh, Ben Ben said countdown. I said Feroff or Vermeil, probably Feroff. And Liam said Darker. So uh, Tim, Tim, tiebreaker or pick a fourth one. Reaper. Imperials, Reaper. Right, there you go. It's Feroff or Vermeil and a Reaper. Take your flavor for survivability or hitting, uh, punching for damage. I feel like we all kind of went down that survivability route anyway. Yeah. Um, well, and then it's the, the Paltmobile more than anything, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then for Rebels, I think we basically said it's either um, Tycho in the A-Wing or Fenrau in the Sheath of depending on the structure of your list. So there's about 10 ships to pick. You've got to pick one in a cross-faction list. Which one do you take? Liam. Kanan. <laughs> yeah. Kanan in a Rebel list. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Ben, what about you? I mean, Kanan's great. He's he's just too good. I don't yeah. know why you would ever not take him. Tim? Also, what was the question? If you could pick any one of those four-point ships to fill in any one list that you've got, which four-point ship would you pick? Faction agnostic. Luminara. Because she's your bay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I go Lulo because he's a five point pocket ace and he's amazing and I've loved him since he first came out in version two <laughs> in Hot Shots not even Hot Shots he's one of the OG pilots for the the RZ two um, and I get that Kanan's amazing and a bit busted but um, yeah right that was a good question I like that Liam a little bit more prep time on something like that though in the future would be nice. Uh, yeah, I would have given it here, but I only thought about the question halfway through, and I realised I hadn't got one. <laughs> well, so, uh, then everybody gets to listen to us list every four point ship in the game. I know. It's uh, just... I feel like everyone listened to Rich list them, not us. So Rich is to blame for that one. I mean, otherwise it would have been us sitting in silence, clicking through Yasby, looking at four point list uh, ships ourselves. And occasionally gone, oh, what about Luminara? Or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is the high quality content that our friends and listeners tune in for. Let's, let's listen to a squad building in Yasby. It's it's fun. Click, click, click. Ooh, that's three points. Yeah. Um, proton bombs or concussions? Right. Um, oh, the answer is always concussions, by the way. Um, okay, I think that's it for us. Um, have any of you got any shout outs or anything that you want to do other than everybody that's coming at the weekend yeah i've got one so yeah, go on. um firecast focus are streaming this weekend uh yes. nikki uh, the best burnett is going to be doing commentary on saturday um please be nice to her because um she doesn't normally stream and she's doing this as a big favor for the community so that we actually have uh streaming content uh for day one and then once Nick, you know, crashes out of the main event, I'm sure he'll um, jump over and uh, g- give her a hand. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> uh, but yes, Firecast Focus, um, obviously streaming five games of Swiss on Saturday and then Top Cut. Um, and I'm not sure if Cherokee Open's being streamed, but um, that might be happening in the in the US in the evening if people... Are interested but obviously get those prime um twitch subscriptions firing over firecast focus say hello to nikki in the chat and just be nice to people if you are watching yeah 
yeah, and massive thanks to Nikki for coming to do that because otherwise we were streamless. Nick kind of said, I'll bring the stuff and set it up, but we need somebody who can pilot it for us. And Nikki put her hand up and said, yeah, I'll do it. So we're hugely grateful um, because... I honestly don't understand why you can't pilot it and lose at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Right, it's um, it's funny because it's true. Anyway, uh, we we love Nick. Um, so um, yeah, I think that's it really from us uh, for now. So uh, I'm gonna say goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. And goodbye from Ben. I'm gonna shout out Drunken Connor because you didn't give me the option. D- just Drunken Connor. Yep. Regular it's Connor's not, no good. Not regular Connor. He's no great. <laughs> no, he's just a bit rubbish, is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're going to shout out Drunken Connor. And say goodbye. And say goodbye. Thanks. Uh, Liam, are you going to shout out Board and Brum? Or just yeah. Goodbye? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out Jason Denton as well, because he sent me some pictures of the ships he's painted for me for the STO, and they are beautiful. Yeah, fair. And toodles. Cheers, man. Um, And on that note, it's goodbye for me. I'm hyped to see you all at the weekend. So um, safe travels and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hello there and welcome to the last, last, no, wait, start again, Tim, have some more editing to do. <laughs> Went to your head a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? I did, you've done it now. Right, stop. Hey, hey. Now I'm ready. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. Are you finished? Yeah. Given Tim editing to do. I've got it out my way now. Right. Then I'll be good during the podcast, just so. That's not true. We can all lie sometimes. Hey, hey! Um, Liam? Hello? What are you doing? I was handing uh, some water to... Yes? Oh, was was the hearing computer games in the background? Was it? I was you wondering were hearing what was going on. Yaz repeatedly spam Revelio so she doesn't miss a secret chest. Oh, you know, okay. there's a little like mute button that stops it. Wow, I can't believe Shut Ben up. is saying that. <laughs> <laughs>